Welcome to Treehern. Located snugly between Winnipeg and Brandon, and home to about 700 people. I stopped here by accident. I was driving through town on my way to a different statue when I saw a small wooden sign with the words Treehern Glass Bottle House painted on it. Not knowing what to expect, but curious, I pulled off the highway in search of houses made of glass. I soon learned this story is over 80 years old, and it's a love story. I'm Megan Curtinson, and you're listening to Manitoba Landmarks. I pulled into the parking lot, and my enthusiasm soon died. It was closed. Slightly frustrated, I got out of my car to go peek through the tall iron gate that surrounds the park. That's when Lois popped her head out of the tourism office. I was in luck. Turns out she walked over to check out the new blue outhouse that stood in the corner of the gravel lot. She opened the iron gate and let me in. Now there are two large buildings and a smaller one off to the side, and a wishing well. I walk with Lois down the slight stone path that leads to the first building. This is the story of Bob and Dora Kane. Yeah, and so they collected these bottles. Lois told me the couple spent three years collecting bottles. It soon became a community project. Friends, neighbors, really anyone who heard about the project started bringing bottles to the farm. And they stored them in the loft of their barn. They had to take the la- they took the labels off. Yeah. So um, at that time, our children were in school, and they were like. I guess that Mark would have been 12 and Tammy was 10. So they'd come home from school and they were so excited they'd ride their bikes on down to Bob and Doors and they had a big It took water over 10,000 bottles to build the three buildings and wishing well and three years to collect them and all. And so our kids would go down and help Doris scrape the Lois, who was their neighbor at the time, told me the couple got the idea well, while on they, vacation. Bob and Dora traveled a lot and they had gone to, uh, there's a place in Ontario, I believe it's Reddit or Reddit, Ontario, and they saw bottle houses, glass bottle houses there, and also when they were out west, they saw some, and so that just sort of spurred them to give. They wanted to do that themselves, and uh, so they had a friend that that uh, lived in town, Fred Harp, and uh, so he came out and helped Bob and uh, assemble the the, this house. The first building was finished in 1982. You can see the name Bob and Doris. Oh, yes. They arranged the colored bottles to represent, you know, make their name. Oh, It's built mostly of white square bottles. Green bottles add accent colors, and in the front of the house, Bob and Dora have been spelled out using brown bottles. The building has a bright entranceway that leads into a single room. There is a small table on the left-hand side with a collection of bottles from around the world and a book of newspaper clippings that tell the story of the houses. The back wall has two panels of green bottles that illuminate the room with green splashes of light. The house was built in time to celebrate Bob and Dora's 50th wedding anniversary. When Bob and Dora were married, she was, I believe, 16. This is a story my mother-in-law tells me. Mm -hmm. And so Bob and Dora uh, eloped. And they crossed the, uh, with the horse and buggy, they crossed the Cinnaboyne River and went to McGregor and were married in McGregor. Really? In a church there. And this Oregon... Lois takes me to the church next. We stand in the middle of the small church and I'm in awe. The church is a bit of a patchwork of a building with a large white door and a single cross on the roof. At the front of the church, there is a single stained glass taken from an Anglican church in Cypress River. It sits inside a wall of white bottles and has been framed by two rows of green bottles. The glass is simply built with yellow, purple, and blue panels of glass surrounding the four larger frosted panels. There are four wooden church pews from Winnipeg. They look like they've been taken from different churches. 
One has a rose pattern on the side, while another one has a square cut into it. They are small and could probably only fit a few people. On the roof is a 100-year-old chandelier from St. Boniface. It's small and rustic with five light bulbs. I doubt it adds any extra light to the church. And finally, the organ. It's made of marbled wood with a knot pattern carved into it. It sits in the front left side of the church. It was donated by the Anglican Church in McGregor, where Bob and Dora were married. And so Bob was able to acquire this organ and bring it to (laughs) to his bottle house. So that was really something special for him. On the organ are pictures from the many weddings that have taken place in the church. Before the buildings were brought to Cherryhearn, they were located on Bob and Dora's farm. Here they would have up to 7,000 visitors a year and countless bus tours coming from all around the world to see the glass bottle houses. A bathroom, a a real working bathroom. With all of that extra foot traffic, the pair realized they were in need of a bathroom. Okay. And they had so many visitors to the farm and to the bottle houses. It was a real tourist attraction. And so everybody would go through Dora's house to go to the bathroom. (laughs) And so then their son said, well, you know, that was too much. Right. So he, so they built this bathroom. Oh wow! And their son plumbed it, and it, it works. <laughs> it really Does works. It still work? Water. Yeah. I had to try it out. It's small, with three panels of bottles and a small stained glass window that looks like it belonged to the same church as the stained glass came from. Inside a simple, inside is simple: a sink, toilet, and a sign that reads, "We appreciate your efforts to save water, but please flush the toilet." With birds chirping and the sun streaming greens and blues through the bottled walls, I checked out our bottled bathroom, an experience in itself worth the trip. Dora passed away in 2012 at the age of 87. Bob continued with the tours, but according to Lois, it was never the same. When he passed away in 2006 at the age of 94, their family decided to donate the buildings to the community of Treehern. The park was built and the buildings were moved to the location they now stand on Railway Avenue. Lois can still remember the day they were moved. They had a mover come in mm-hmm. and uh, load them up and uh, they went by our place and were thinking, oh, there goes the bottle houses oh, yeah. <laughs> on this big semi. And uh, then when they got here and unloaded them, there was, um, I believe it was a church, one of the buildings. Mm-hmm. The, the mover couldn't get it off the off the flatbed. No way. So he went and bought butter at the store and <laughs> smeared butter on the... Oh, come on, yeah, really? And the, Yeah, and they were able to slide the bottle house safely off the... Before with butter? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. A group of volunteers now manage these glowing structures, a popular tourism stop that will be part of the community for years to come. Thanks for listening to Manitoba Landmarks. If you liked today's episode and want more fun, quirky, and giant stories from across Manitoba, then head to manitobalandmarks.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at Manitoba Landmarks. I'd love to hear from you. Do you have an interesting story about one of these places? Or have one that should be on our list? Then send me a message on social media or email manitobalandmarks at gmail.com. Music for the show is by Manny Gosen. There are links to his Spotify page in the show notes. Until next time, keep exploring. <laughs>